So am I on? Yes. All right. Hi. How's everybody doing? So like Julie said, some of you haven't seen us for a while. My name's Jeff. Uh, I've been doing a lot of live streams and Facebook lives, so maybe some of you have seen too much of me lately. Uh, but when Sean asked me to uh, be the first one to speak and kind of throw out the first pitch for the, the Faith on the Lawn, I immediately said yes because I was excited to be back together and excited to to have a chance to share in front of people where I can see half of their faces and things like that. And, and you know, I don't want to do like the Dr. Fauci first pitch the other day and throw it way out there. But uh, I, I immediately, like I said, said yes. And then my next thought was, wait a second. Like for the last five months, whenever I've spoken, my only audience has been either Terry or my dog. And, and so both of them wag when I say something funny, but that's about it. And so it's been very uh, interesting as I started praying about what I should talk about. And Julie mentioned uh, Noah and his situation where he was literally locked in and where we can feel that. And so as I prayed, I was like, well, should I talk about what it's been like for people? Uh, should I talk about what it's going to be like, what it might be like, like what's coming? And as I continued to pray, the Lord placed two random stories that go together on my heart. And so I'm going to read from the Bible, and I'll explain that as I go. But this is, like Julie said, a story that you're going to recognize. Uh, so you may even want to sing along as I speak it. I will not sing it, but this is from Luke 19, 1 through 10. It's Zacchaeus. Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus, who he was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. How many people know that song? The little kids? Good. Okay. Uh, when Jesus came by... He looked at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. And then Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his home in great excitement and joy. Before I go on, I want to talk about that. Because when I've, I've talked about this story in the past, when you've heard it, uh, it's, it's the story of salvation is so obvious in it and how Zacchaeus was so excited, so hungry for the word, so hungry to get out there and to, to get up, and how he was short. And I know a little bit about what that's like. Uh, I reached my full height in sixth grade, and so it's, it's tough, and so I feel him on that. Uh, and, and people talk about how Jesus was willing to talk to one of the most hated people, one of the most hated sinners who actually was doing bad things, yet Jesus saw a person. He saw someone. He saw through the mask, so to speak. He saw his heart, and he helped him, and it's such an amazing story. But as... I read it, as I thought about it, as I prayed over it, a different story came to mind. When I was young, a long time ago, uh, my great-grandmother, as I've said, raised me. I've told this millions of times. Uh, it's something that is very close to my heart, so I talk about it. She was also very short. In fact, she, she was so short that I towered over her, so that should tell you something. And so whenever we would go to eat, whenever we would go somewhere and she would drive, I remember her, she'd get a phone book and put it down in the seat, and then she'd get a pillow and put it on top of the phone book because, you know, uncomfortable. But it also gave her a little extra height. And then she'd have the seat so far up that when I started driving, if I ever made the mistake of not pulling the seat back before I got on, I was stuck there for like three weeks. So it was a rough thing. But she was so short. Now, there's all kinds of things she could have done. She could have said, well, I can't drive. I'm too short. It's beyond me. The obstacles are in my way. There's no way for me to get past that. She could have hired a driver, not with money, but with baked goods or something. She could have uh, gotten me to drive, could have gotten my grandpa to drive. She could have 
uh, gotten like some contraption that she built or someone built, I'm sure they sell something like that, uh, gotten a new car, like all of these different options. And yet when she looked at it, she saw the solution was just, hey, a pillow and a phone book, and it worked, and it gave her the hype. Zacchaeus in the same way. He was short. That was his issue. That was his problem. And so he looked, and he's like, Jesus is coming. I know that I don't deserve to see him, but I really need to see him. I really need to be around him. I really need to feel him. And so he looked, and again, he had so many options. He could have said, oh, I can't see over the people. What's the point? And gone home. He, he could have said, uh, I could try to get a ladder together or get some people to hold me up, but everybody hates me. Uh, I could use some of the money that I've stolen to buy something to go up. But he saw a tree there. And he climbed up the tree. It was there and it was provided for him. And through that, he received the message of Christ. Through the, the phone book and the pillow, my great-grandma received driving and would get to church and taught Sunday school and all of these things. Because God will always provide us a solution. Right now, it's social distancing and mass. Uh, for the past several months, it was quarantine for, for whatever is coming in the future. Like we've got different things set up. And it's so hard sometimes. As Sean was saying, and Sean is very wrong because he does come up with the right words. Because something he said, I made a note against the tree. On paper, I didn't ruin the tree. Although, I guess the same thing in the long run. But he said, let me get it right, exactly. Uh, I can't read my own writing. Uh, it doesn't have to be this hard. It doesn't have to be as hard as we make it sometimes. We do that sometimes. We look at the problem so long and so hard. We sit in, in, at home or whatever and say, man, we're not allowed to, to do this. We're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to go here. Not allowed to go there for the next however long. I don't know. And, and we can get upset. We can get sad. We can feel lost. And then we can get kind of stupid. If you've seen different places like Florida and other places in the country, uh, people are like, ah, I'm done with this. And so they just go back and do whatever and then they get sick and it's awful. And so there are all kinds of problems and we make things so hard sometimes. And yet Zacchaeus, so many problems. Some of them were on his own. Some of them were because of him. But the tree was the solution to bring him to the real solution, which was Jesus. And that's why we are here. I want to finish this scripture and then come back to it. But the people were displeased. Uh, he has gone to, the guest, to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord. And if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. Jesus responded, salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be the true son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. Uh, I know that it's shocking that there are people that grumbled because Jesus did something that they wouldn't do. I know that it's shocking because none of us have ever had to deal with somebody, you know, being upset about us or posting something about us and saying something behind our backs. I know that that's gone by the wayside, like everybody in the world is very nice now, especially on social media. And, and yet... That didn't matter to Jesus and it didn't matter to Zacchaeus because people are going to grumble. They are. It's going to happen. There is literally nothing that any of us could ever do that 100% of the people that we know, much less 100% of the people in the world, will say, hey, good job. Uh, in fact, that's something that I struggle with. Like if I preach uh, and like 99 people say, hey, you did okay, and then one person is like, ah, I fell asleep three times and you just didn't have it, that is all I'm going to remember because we're kind of trained to focus on the grumbling. And so again, Zacchaeus could have been like, oh, I don't want to hold you up, Jesus. Like, you know, I, I, I tried, but, but, but these people, they're going to they're gonna say bad things about you. I just, I can't. But he kept going. He kept walking towards him. He go, took him to his house. He was so excited. And he received salvation. 
He received salvation and he went above and beyond. He didn't just say, I'm going to make up for it. He's like, I'm going to make up for it four times. Do you know what kind of a witness that is for everyone else who ever knew him? Now, absolutely, when Zacchaeus went out, there were people like, yeah, he's fake. Yeah, he's not really. Can you believe that he blah, blah, blah? But there were also people that looked at him and said, wow, there is something really different about him. Like, he's climbing trees all over the place now, and it's amazing. And he's giving money, and he's talking about Jesus, and he's showing love. He's so different, and it will help people. It changed people's lives in our own lives. There are going to be people that, like I said, grumble over whatever you do. How, when you come back to church, when you don't come back to church, where you sit, how you sit, whatever they're going to. And you can let that stop you from worshiping Jesus. But what have we done in, in church so far? We had an amazing live stream. And, and yeah, it's not the same, but it, it was good. And it, it, it brought us together. It brought us the word. It brought us Jesus. It brought us hope. And that's what all of this is about. And so when Jesus says, you are a son of Abraham, he absolutely is talking about the salvation and the willing to, to redeem. But he also was talking about the fact that he didn't let obstacles stop him. He didn't let being short stop him. He, he didn't let not being able to drive stop him. He didn't let what people thought stop him. He obviously wasn't perfect, but he pushed forward because he saw Jesus. And that's the key to this whole story. Looking at Jesus was the constant and that didn't change, no matter where the tree was, no matter where the people were, no matter where we are, no matter when we are. Looking at Jesus is always constant. I love being here tonight, and it's so cool that we're doing this. We've had wonderful music, and it was cool to hear Ju Julie pray. I've heard her pray on live stream and stuff, but it's different. Because, you know, you can see her. I guess you can on live stream too. But anyway, it's just different. You get it that it's different. But even if tomorrow the governor says, hey, you know what? We can't get together, it's gotten worse, like something happened, awful, blah, blah, blah. The temptation again will be like, ah, the people are in the way again. The trees are in the way again. Jesus is still there. Just like he was there from the very first day that we had the live stream. Just like he's here now when we're together. Just like he'll be here in months or weeks or days or years, whatever, when we're together like normal. He's always going to be there. Doesn't matter if you're short or tall or anything else in between. He will always be there. When I'm speaking to a large, dark room with just Terry kind of walking around, uh, it, it's, it's hard sometimes because I think, is anybody actually listening? And I think we all get that because we think, not with preaching necessarily, but with everything we do, like, is my life, when I've been quarantined, when I've been home, when I felt lost, is my life doing anything? Well, are you living for Jesus? Because if you are, it is. And you may not reach millions of people, you may not reach hundreds of people, but you will reach people by living for him, by climbing the trees, by putting phone books down and sitting on them. Don't literally do that, but by, by not letting things stop us. Because we serve a God who is perfect and who is here and who will always be here. And so as we do these, as we start back to life, as things get back to kind of normal, remember... That that same God was here throughout all of this. And he will be here throughout anything else that happens. Even if worse things happen. I know it's hard to imagine that. But he will be here. And when Zacchaeus climbed that tree to look at him. He saw him. And he received salvation. He received hope. And when we walk out of our houses. When we sit in our houses. When we look to him. We will receive salvation. We will receive hope. Because Jesus sees through the masks. 
And he sees through us and he sees our hearts. And he loves every single one of us. So that's why we are here tonight. Not to hear me talk, not even to hear the band sing. We are here because Jesus sees us. More than anyone else ever could. He sees us and in him we find hope above everything else. That's all I got.